We're glad to be sharing the ministry of Tabernacle of Praise with you. Now join us as we receive the Word of God. Okay, we'll continue our series in Daniel, uh, Lesson 13. Tonight we're going to be discussing the Ancient of Days. Daniel 7, verses 9 through 14. I beheld till the thrones were cast down, and the Ancient of Days did sit whose garment was white as snow, and the hair of his head like pure wool. His throne was like the fiery flame, and his wheels as burning fire. A fiery stream issued and came forth from before him. Thousands of thousands ministered unto him, and ten thousand times ten thousand stood before him, and judgment was set, and the books were opened." I beheld then, because of the voice of the great words that that the horn spake, I beheld, even till the beast was slain, and his body destroyed, and given to the burning flame. As concerning the rest of the beast, they had their dominion taken away, yet their lives were prolonged for a season and time. I saw in the night visions, and behold, one like the Son of Man came with the clouds of heaven, and came to the Ancient of Days, and they brought him near before him. And there was given him dominion and glory and kingdom, that all people, nations, and languages should serve him. His dominion is an everlasting dominion, which shall not pass away, and his kingdom that which shall not be destroyed. Verse 18, But the saints of the Most High shall take the kingdom and possess the kingdom forever and ever, even ever and ever. Then again, verses 21 and 22, And I beheld the same horn made war with the saints and prevailed against them until the Ancient of Days came and judgment was given to the saints of the Most High and the time came that the saints possessed the kingdom. Gentile history will culminate in the worldwide rule of the Antichrist. The things we have been considering up until now have dealt with the terrestrial aspects of Daniel. It's all the things that have happened on earth. World conditions will only improve when Jesus comes. There is no hope that the empire of the world will come into existence until Jesus comes. Verses 26 and 27, But the kingdom shall sit, and they shall take away his dominion, and consume and destroy it into the end. And the kingdoms and dominion and the greatness of the kingdom under the whole heaven shall be given to the people and the saints of the Most High whose kingdom is an everlasting kingdom, and all dominions shall serve and obey him. The scope of what we have considered in Daniel up until this point has dealt with things on earth. Daniel 7 begins with a vision celestial, or things that begin to happen in the heavens. Things on earth have not gotten better, but they have gotten progressively worse as the metals and the image depreciated in value. There's a constant state of declension in our world, in our world governments, in the social mores, 
in, in the whole process of mankind. We're the most technologically advanced culture that has ever lived. But yet we are in the dark ages as far as morality is concerned. The world which has been marked by judgment will blossom as the desert blossomed like a rose when the kingdoms of this world will become the kingdoms of our God. How will this occur is brought about in the verses that we just read. Verse 9, I beheld till the thrones were cast down. Every Gentile world power, every Gentile power will be abolished. A fiery stream issued and came forth before him, and thousands of thousands ministered unto him, and 10,000 times 10,000 stood before him. The judgment was set, and the books were opened. I beheld then, because the voice of the great words which the horn spake, I beheld even till the beast was slain, and his body destroyed and given to the burning flame. Notice the terms, I beheld then, and I beheld even till. There is an orderly progression to what is occurring. I mention this because some Bible scholars place all of these events in the past. But I remind you that they do reference the future. Others suggest that these events occurred just after Calvary, that God began to rule in the hearts of men, that he never intended to rule government and people in, in a civil or social manner. However, the scenes referenced here do not occur until the Antichrist has ascended into power. The thrones were cast down. With that thought in mind, notice, I beheld till thrones were cast down. Considering that phrase, remember, this chapter is written in Aramaic. In Revelations 4, it presents very, a scene very much like the one we are considering. How, who are going to occupy those thrones? We read in Revelations, we read, I beheld till the thrones were cast down. This announce, announces the greatest victory that will ever occur in human history. When Jesus wins over the forces of evil and darkness, Jesus Christ cannot reign supreme until the forces of evil and darkness are conquered. Let me take you back to the epistles of Paul. Ephesians chapter 2, the first two verses. You hath he quickened, who were dead in trespasses and sin, wherein in times past you walked according to the course of this world, according to the prince of the power of the air. The Spirit now worketh in the children of disobedience. Notice the statement, according to the prince of the power of the air. This is another title for Satan. He is the prince and the power of the air. Then in Ephesians 6, 12, For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities and powers, against the rulers of darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. Here's a profound point. The battle in which we are currently engaged, our battle is not against flesh and blood. Men political ideology, governmental philosophy are not human problems in this world. 
It's the rulers of darkness that are bent on defeating the children of God. Sometimes we think people are our enemy. It is not the flesh and blood. It is the spirit of the people that is our enemy. We should war against the spirits. If we conquer the spirits, the people will no longer be the problem. I think the church has been drugged into the conflict of the world. And we tend to handle things the way that political governments and and powers handle their problems in the world. They attack nations. They attack people. They attack other ideologies. They attack philosophies. Behind all of the ideologies and philosophies, there is a spiritual power at work. And it is those spiritual powers that God has given us the authority of. Paul explains the victory that has been secured for us already in Colossians 2.15. Having spoiled principalities and powers, he made a show of them openly, triumphing over them in it. Satan lost the keys to his own house when Jesus went to the grave. He doesn't even possess the keys to his own house. The angel who came to Daniel with the answer to his prayer told Daniel, I would have gotten here 21 days ago, but the prince of Persia withstood me. I would have never gotten here if the angel Michael had not shown up to to engage in the battle and came to my rescue. I left the prince of Persia in warfare against Michael. Only this battle is going on until the end of time. There are spiritual powers. There are rulers. There's a hierarchy to evil in this world. There are princes over nations. There are princes over states. There are princes princes over counties. There are princes over cities. There are princes over neighborhoods. And we have to take the authority and dominion over those princes. We have to engage the angels of the Lord to come to our defense in battle. This is what the Scripture means when he's given the angels charge over us. In Revelations 12, there was a war in heaven. Michael and his angels fought against the dragon, and the dragon fought his angels. And prevailed not, neither was their place found any more in heaven. And the great dragon was cast out, that old serpent called the devil. And Satan, which deceiveth the whole world, he was cast out into the earth, and his angels were cast out with him. Satan knows his time is short, and that's why his attack and the degradation of our culture is so fastly, fastly evolving. And I heard a loud voice saying in heaven, Now is salvation and strength in the kingdom of our God and the power of his Christ. For the accuser of our brethren is cast down, which accused them before our God day and night. And they overcame him by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of their testimony. And they loved not their own lives unto the death. What is the word of our testimony? It is the scripture. 
It is the Word of God. It's not some testimony we give in church. It's not some uh, reference or talking about some victory that God has given us. That's not our testimony. The Word of our testimony is the Word of God. Therefore rejoice, ye heavens, and ye that dwell in them. Woe to the inhabitants of the earth and the sea, for the devil is come down unto you, having great wrath, because he knoweth that is he hath but a short time. In Daniel 7 and 9, we have the Ancient of Days described for us. His garment was white. His throne was like a flame of fire. His wheels were burning. His hair was white like wool, and his garments white like snow. Two of the whitest things on earth. Psalms 147 Verses 12 through 16, praise the Lord, O Jerusalem. Praise thy God, O Zion. For he hath strengthened the bars of thy gates. He hath blessed the children within thee. He maketh peace in thy borders and filleth thee with the finest. He sendeth forth his commandment upon the earth. His word runneth swiftly. He giveth snow like wool and he scatters hoarfrost like ashes. This is the first reference in Scripture where snow and wool are compared together. Snow is white, and wool is white. But God, through Isaiah, prophesies in chapter 1, verse 18, Come, come now, let us reason together, saith the Lord. Though your sins be as scarlet, they shall be white as snow, and though they be red like crimson, they shall be wool. The two whitest things on earth are our forgiven sins. Daniel used snow and wool to describe the ancient of days as he sets upon his throne, to think that God can take the horrible crisis of our sin and failure and make them white like the representative of him is just inspiring and mind-boggling to me. David used snow and wool to describe the ancient of days as he sat on his throne. I wonder why he would use two figures of speech to describe the ancient of days and our sins. Our sins are so cleansed that they appear to God as white as he is. Matthew 17 and 1, after six days, Jesus taketh Peter, James, and John, his brother, and bringeth them up into a high mountain apart, and was transfigured before them, and his face did, face did shine as the sun, and his remnant as white as the light. Revelations 1.13, and in the midst of the seven candlesticks, one unlikened to the Son of Man, clothed with a garment down to his foot, and girt with paps with a golden girdle. His head and hairs were like white, like wool, and white as snow, and his eyes were a flame of fire. Again, the comparison. We are told the reasons that in England that attorneys and judges don white wigs when they sat on the bench to rule in a trial, is because of these very verses of Scripture in the Bible. The Scripture doesn't say his throne is a fire. 
It says it's like a fire. It's a comparison. Let's look at Ezekiel chapter 1, verses 26 through 28. And above the firmament there was over their heads was the likeness of a throne and the appearance of a sapphire stone. And upon the likeness of the throne was the likeness as the appearance of a man upon it. And I saw as the color of amber and as the appearance of fire round about within it, from the appearance of his loins downward, I saw as it were appearance of fire and it had brightness round about. And as the appearance of the bow that was in the cloud in the day of the rain, so was the appearance of the brightness round about. This was the appearance of the likeness of the glory of the Lord. And when I saw it, I fell on my face and heard a voice that spake. It wasn't fire, but it looked like fire. It was the Shekinah of God. It was the presence of God that Moses saw in the burning bush that burned but was not consumed. It was the fire that lighted the camps of Israel during their sojourn from Egypt to the promised land. It is the holy fire that was seen over the holies of holies on the day of of atonement. In Daniel 7, he speaks of thousands of thousands. Sometimes in Scripture, he uses terms like 10,000 times 10,000. Given the current debt of the United States, we spend that much in a day. Myriads and myriads. It's a countless number. It's a number that's beyond human ability to comprehend. We tend to lump all judgments into one. I have found five separate unique judgments referred to in Scripture. The judgments of 1 Corinthians 3 and the one that we read of in Daniel 7 are not the same judgment. Daniel was interested in the little horn, which he saw on the top of the beast. There is the judgment of nations referenced in Matthew 25. Daniel centered all of his attention on the one at the top of the beast in chapter 7, which is referred to as the Antichrist. God visited judgment on the nations of the earth because of the words spoken by the little horn. He said, in essence, I dare you, God, to come down here and do anything about what I'm doing in your creation. No sooner does the Antichrist utter those words that God comes down and answers that challenge. God came down and executed judgment because the words that the little horn spoke. Daniel 7, 11, the beast was slain and his body destroyed and given to burning fire. This is the picture of the destruction of the last world empire. Verse 12, as concerning the rest of the beast, they had their dominion taken away, yet their lives were prolonged for a season and a time. They had their dominion taken away, just as Babylon had her dominion taken away and given to the Medes and Persian. It was an act of God. And as the Persians was taken away and given to Greece, and as Greece was taken away and given to Rome, all world dominion will eventually be given to Jesus Christ until that day 
we will live under human authority and human rules and ever ever evolving moral context and ever evolving degradation until Jesus sets up his dominion only in that time and there will be given him dominion and glory and a kingdom that all people and all nations and all languages should serve him and his dominion is an everlasting dominion it'll have a beginning but it'll never have an end which shall not pass away and his kingdom that shall not be destroyed Verse 18 tells us about those who will reign with him. The saints of the Most High shall take the kingdom and possess the kingdom forever, even ever, forever and ever. I think God wanted to emphasize how long it was. Verse 22, until the Ancient of Days came, the judgment was given to the saints of the Most High. And the time came that the saints possessed the kingdom. Verses 26 and 27, the judgment shall sit, and they shall take away him dominion and consume and destroy it unto the end. And the kingdoms and dominations and greatness of the kingdom under the whole of heaven shall be given to the people of the saints of the Most High God. Understand, we're joint heirs with Jesus Christ. We're heirs of God and joint heirs with Jesus Christ, whose kingdom shall be an everlasting kingdom. And all dominions shall serve and obey him. Many believe that this references the Jewish nation. They will be reinstated when Jesus returns to earth to retain, reign for a thousand years. But I don't believe the reference to the saints of the Most High refers exclusively to the Jew. We are told in the New Testament that we're going to share with Jesus in this worldwide dominion. And Paul informs us that it's not a Jew who is one outwardly, but who is one inwardly. This is the promise of the book. For more information about Tabernacle of Praise, look us up online at tabernaclepraise.org. We want to hear from you, so be sure to connect with our Facebook page. We also have a free app that you can use to keep up with events or be notified of bad weather. And you can listen to our sermons directly from the app. Thank you for listening, and have a blessed day.